Hi there, listener. This is Ian from the Ski Podcast, bringing you this special mini podcast prior to Christmas, just because we know it's quite a difficult time uh, at the moment for skiers. It's not very easy to travel around the place. So I thought we'd bring you some good news from around the Alps from some of our friends of the show. Let's start off with Alex Irwin from 150 Days of Winter. He was last a guest on the show in episode 61, and he's reporting here from Courchevel. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the Alps "'not a lifty was stirring, not even for schnapps. "'The bubbles were hung in the station with care "'in hopes that Covid soon would not be there. "'Hi, and Alex from Courchevel with my "'non-denominational festive holiday resort report. "'Since my last report there was a decent fall of snow "'assisting the artificial snow-making and covering most of the piste. To make the mountains safe, only four ski touring routes have been open for anyone to use unsupervised. Other pistes, like off the Salir, are available, but only when accompanied by an instructor. If you are lucky enough to belong to the Club de Sport, you have access to a drag lift and a few pistes to actually ski on. As I record this, there is another decent dump of snow forecast, which again should help with the continuing peace maintenance. In Meribel, the grand New Year's fireworks display has been cancelled, which makes sense. I'm sure Courchevel will follow suit. If I'm being philosophical, there's no point burning tens of thousands of euros when there's no one there to see it. Whether they will make any noise if there is nobody to hear them is another question of unperceived existence, but I digress. Well, again, that's about wraps it up. Regardless of your tier, your country, your calendar, and if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, stay safe over the holidays. Ciao. I think we can all enjoy that metaphysical message from Alex there. Uh, moving up the Tarantes, let's uh, have word from Steve in Val d'Isere. He was last on the show in episode 63. Wow, it's uh, it's lovely sunny day here in Val d'Isere. We've got um, another sunny day and the conditions last few days have been unseasonably warm and uh, those people that are venturing here for their holidays, uh, obviously um, mainly sort of French, but there are a few internationals as well have been enjoying some good snow conditions. Have avalanche conditions are quite uh, quite uh, spicy actually up there, um, certainly at higher altitudes. But the temperature's been pretty high. It means that uh, it's pretty glorious weather. But temperature's supposed to plummet um, as you move into the festive period. Uh, here in Valdez, there we've obviously enjoyed the uh, World Cup ski racing, which went without a hitch, um, and it was nice to actually see some some real skiing. So from here in Valdez, there, um, hoping to see people out here soon. Um, as the snow conditions are setting up really, really well um, for a fantastic season when hopefully we can all get to jump on the lifts and enjoy it for those that don't want to skin up every five minutes. Thanks, Steve. And I can tell you that Steve was being very modest there because he was actually involved in the organisation of that World Cup race up at 4am, helping to make sure the course was in great condition. Let's move on to Chamonix now and Mark Seaton. Mark was most recently on the podcast in episode 62 and he tells us what he's been doing in Chamonix, including cross-country and fat biking. As soon as it was announced the ski stations would not open in Chamonix before the 7th of January, it snowed. Of course it did. 
We had about a metre. It was cold and fluffy. It was the dream start which any alpine resort would want, apart from the Covid wrecking ball. Despite the lifts not opening, the cross-country ski piece have opened and the conditions have been very good. This has led to an explosion in interest in cross-country skiing. There were queues to buy tickets like I have never seen before. In addition, the shops have sold out of all their cross-country ski equipment. In the last few days, the temperature has shot up and the snow has started to melt. With the refreezing at night, it has made the cross-country piece icy, especially first thing in the morning. Skiing in icy conditions is never good, no matter what sort of skis you are on. But with no metal edges and skiing with a free heel, this has led to some Charlie Chaplin-esque moments, which would be ideal material for you've been framed. Still, it's good for the balance, and once you get back on traditional alpine skis, the whole game seems remarkably straightforward. If you take the long view, the freeze-thaw cycle has been very good for the snowpack, giving a good firm base for the season. Yet, I have had an epiphany. I borrowed a fat bike. It's like a mountain bike on steroids. They have big, fat, squishy tyres and they allow you to ride on top of the snow without sinking in. It's proving to be just the thing for exploring the Chamonix Valley. <laughs> well, that was interesting uh, hearing from Mark there with cross-country skiers looking like Charlie Chaplin. You must have seen me in Cromontana. Uh, let's go over to uh, Katie now, who was last on the podcast in episode 62. So last weekend was the first weekend I got to get away outside of Lyon and get to anywhere where there's snow because the 20 kilometre curfew is lifted. Um, I owned an ad uh, about where to go. Should I go to Chamonix? But my friends had said the weather hadn't been that good. It hadn't snowed for quite a while. Uh, my, my friend Richard's been skiing, or ski touring, I should say, all over Morzine, Leger, Saint-Gervais. Um, he described it as hard-packed, uh, low down, uh, with a deep crust. Um, but he's not been above 2,400 metres. Um, so given that there's also an 8pm curfew, I thought I'll just go to my friends in the Jura and basically for the first time ever, uh, in a skiing season, uh, I started out on cross-country skis. So we did a little um, couple of loops around a cross-country course uh, where she lives in the Jura, which is very, very pleasant. Um, it, again, it needed snow because it was getting all patchy um, and it began to rain and it rained yesterday. But the weather has been blissful today. Um, but I think it's going to be blissful again on Saturday in terms of Chamonix and elsewhere in the Alps, and then it's going to be snowing. So I'm going to be looking at Boxing Day, I think, if I do get to get away after Christmas. Um, but I suspect I won't be the only one because in Chamonix, certainly at Latour, it's literally had hundreds of people skinning up the tracks there over the weekend, um, quite busy. So I might have a think about where else to go. I'm actually looking at Vercors. Um, I've got friends there, so I'm going to find out what there might be there because I, I don't know, having not skied there before, I've only been there in the summer. Uh, also, it's not quite so far from Lyon. Uh, but other than that, that's the plan so far. But generally, the feedback is, yeah, needs more snow now. Um, and the, for the lifts to open on the 7th, uh, they're supposed to open on the 7th. So we shall see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and hopefully the weather will be nice. Happy Christmas. Thanks, Katie. And that was really interesting to hear uh, that cross-country trend is continuing. We're going to be talking more about that in episode 65. 
But for now, let's go over to Switzerland to Ed, who is in Zermatt, and find out what it's like in a country where the lifts are running. Hello, this is Ed Mannix of Matterhorn Chalets, talking to you from the Swiss resort of Zermatt, Switzerland being the only major alpine country where the ski lifts are currently operating and peace skiing is possible. Whilst the start of season snowfalls have been a little underwhelming, snow cover on piste is however very respectable, thanks to both an extensive artificial snowmaking system, as well as the altitude of much of Zermatt skiing, which is around 3,000 metres, going up to nearly 4,000 metres. The vast majority of the runs are open across the ski area, although the only piste down to the village itself is from Furie to the bottom station of the Matterhorn Express bubble. The brand new Kumi 8-seater gondola lift opened last week and this connects Tufton to the top of Roton and efficiently takes the pressure off the existing cable car up from Blauherd above Suniga. The link between Suniga, Roton and the Gornagrat sectors is fully operational in both directions and the wonderful white hair piste off Hotelli is in excellent condition. The run down from Riffelberg to Furry is remarkably ice-free, but for the best skiing, you should head over to the Klein-Matterhorn area, uh, which, for the most part, has a good covering of natural snow, although the off-piste below Trocknerstage should not even be attempted. High up and towards the Italian border, the snow is as good as it gets, although you shouldn't stray far from the marked runs, as the snow bridges have yet to be reliably established over the glacier crevasses. Finally, the runs served by the Hurley Cable, uh, chairlift that is, are in good condition, but the aralide pistes below Schwarze are still inaccessible due to lack of snow. Extensive COVID-19 precautions are in force across the resort, uh, including managed social distancing, two-thirds capacity limits on all gondolas and cable cars, and obligatory face masks on and around all ski lifts, as well as in other public areas and in the village streets. All the shops are, however, open, as are the restaurants and bars, but only till 10 in the evening, Uh, Although it was announced today that as of next Sunday, that's the 27th of December, these will have to close in light of recent increases in local infection rates. The ski area will, however, continue to operate, but without the attraction of Zermatt's legendary mountain lunch spots. And finally, let's go over to uh, Charlie Rees, our uh, regular snow reporter from Switzerland. He has just been ski touring over in Andermatt. Hi all, this is Charlie with a quick update on the conditions out here in Switzerland. Today I was in Andermatt in the canton of Uri, another canton that's decided to keep its resorts closed over this week. Uh, but it actually links over to Graubünden, which has decided to keep them open. So the lifts were running on that side of the resort, which is good news. Uh, I was actually doing a ski tour with the Mammut Alpine School and we started in uh, in the station in Andermatt. We took the train up to the Oberout Pass and from there we climbed up about 700 metres just below the Pozzola stock on the Seaplanger and skied back down into Andermatt off-piste. Uh, the snow conditions were, were quite wet and heavy underfoot as we haven't had too much snow in the, in the last few days. However, there's some snow forecast this week which should help uh, improve that situation. But yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's all from me for, for this week. But I just want to wish you uh, a Merry Christmas and hope you can get some skiing in at some point in the near future. Well, thanks for that, Charlie. And thank you to all of our contributors for this mini episode. Hopefully that's given you a taste for what's going on in the Alps, whether it's ski touring or cross country or on the regular piste. I'd like to thank all of our listeners to the Ski Podcast in the last year and wish you all the best for Christmas and the new year, and I hope that you join us in 2021. Happy skiing, everyone. <laughs>